0: Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music or at podcasttakeitorleaveit.com. Thank you to Melikin
1: 75 for telling us we
0: bring relief in trying times.
1: Her review reads, I discovered you wonderfully honest and lovely ladies at the beginning of quarantine so many months ago. Being a healthcare worker during this time has brought so much additional stress into my life, but listening to you all to and from work is a huge stress reliever. I have three bundles of joy, ages 10, 12, 14. And oh boy, this podcast is so relevant to my life. Thanks for all you do.
0: Thank you, Melikins. Well, I literally had kids the same exact time as Melikins did apparently, because those are the ages of my kids. Oh, crazy. Like, Did you guys plan that? We must have, but didn't because I don't know Mellykins. but I feel like I know Mellykins because those are literally the, my kids' ages. I'm your host, Meredith Masony. And I'm your host, Tiffany Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood,
1: and everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals at anything you may actually need. So any
0: advice we give you, you can take or leave because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, we have a special guest. We have Allie Levine.
1: Today, we have Ashley from Minnesota opening things up for us. Be sure to call us at 315-834-2696 and leave us a message so you can open the show for us.
0: Hi, it is December 8th. 2020 and this is ashley i'm calling from princeton minnesota i have an 11 year old daughter and a six year old son and i'm here to start this show off with a mom fail moment uh we have all struggled as parents and those who say they haven't are a grinch and a why okay i love you all and merry christmas
2: so welcome welcome to our great podcast Allie. (laughs)
0: And <laughs> I just talk a little bit about Allie. As she was born and raised in New York, she credits her love for fashion to a city upbringing and also a kinship style icon, her grandmother. That's lovely. After completing college with a fashion merchandising and management degree, Allie's career jump started when when she accepted a position with Target. Who doesn't love Target? The accomplishment was a major responsibility, one which included opening a flagship New York store, wow, and working with international designers, a first for Allie at the time. Moreover, she was also designing for industry big names like Fragments. Did I say that right? Coach, I know that one, and Talbots. Can't afford it, but I know that one. Um, so, yeah, so and then Allie uh, had a baby, How old is the baby? (laughs) Two babies. Two babies. That's right. Because you had, you were pregnant. We chatted one time. Yes. So two babies. Two babies. Time
3: flies. So two, two and a half and six months. Six months. That's right. That's right. That's right. So
0: on top of all of those other things and during quarantine and this Mm -hmm. pandemic, you had a, you had a baby. How has that been? How's having a newborn during a pandemic? That's a light topic starter. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> you know um well the beginning of pregnancy during a pandemic was really scary and really overwhelming because it was like every day something changed you know it was like I think I talked to you about this Meredith a while back when I first had Amelia like I thought I had a birth plan for her when the world was normal and I was like hey I want to have a natural birth and I want to have a tough birth and all the things la 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 that didn't happen you know 42 hours later, transferred, you know, to a hospital, C-section, the whole nine yards. And so I thought with Arlie, like, hey, okay, I'll just like, I won't fully plan this, but I'll just plan it. Like, maybe I'll get a V-back and it'll just be like simple in that respect. And then of course it was like, hey, just kidding. Boom. Um, You know, uh, pandemic, you're, you know, you're pregnant. Um, We're going to change the rules every few days. So one first, you know, your husband's not going to be there. So then I started looking into like, home birth because i was like well i don't want to not have my husband and i you know kudos to every woman that gave birth well you know their partners but i was like i knew what it was for me like you know mentally and after going through postpartum depression with amelia i was like i need need justin to be there like i just need him to be there you know you can't Um, even have a partner with you in the beginning of the pandemic no they took that away completely i actually started a petition um in california um to support moms to figure out like a better way and how to you know make things safe but still allow a partner and not let them leave but like still have them be there because it was just every mom was that I was connected with was like losing their minds and you know crying and screaming I was one of them and you know and it was like oh my gosh I, I wanted to try to help in some way but of course they'll be safe so Thank God, as much as it was so intense. And like every week was me basically crying and having a meltdown because every week something changed. Oh, now this can't happen. Like, first, it was my doula, which like I understood, okay, she's not technically essential, even though she was my support that I had paid for and the whole thing. Oh, it is what it is. But then when they said my husband, it was like, Oh, my gosh, now my husband like this is a whole new level and then it stayed at that for like a good month and a half and near the end of what I was going to have Arlie and so I was like you know waiting to see what I was going to do I was talking to like home birth people to see if there was an option there if I was going to maybe make that decision but then I knew I had a C-section with Amelia million, so I was like well I probably don't want to go that route and so it was really really hard because I was doing this dance in my mind of like do I want to be alone but be there or do I want to be home and then maybe transfer anyways and Anyways, it was a whole thing. And so thank God Arlie decided to hang on till like literally the last day, 42 weeks when I was due. And they had opened the hospitals two partners again a week before. So I really scared she like held on and was like, I it's okay, Mama, I got you. I know this has been a shit show, but like I've got you. Oh, <laughs> and, um, did- so I was so grateful because I did get my V back. That was a blessing in this time. I never expected that to happen during a pandemic, but it did. Um, but it was intense, you know, is, um, when, you know, just getting to the hospital alone, I was screaming, you know, in, you know, natural labor before, you know, they like got inside and calmed down and, you know, they're trying to, you know, they're putting a mask on me as I'm screaming and, you know, the whole thing. And it was that alone with the bright lights and everything. It was like, whoa, okay, I didn't expect that, you know? And then it was just like everybody grabbing me and tugging on me. And it was just, it was intense, you know, uh, I had my doula on virtual, <laughs> FaceTime, and she was so amazing, and was like, "Get the lights down and make it zen for her," and you know, so it's like, and so I have my liquid zen and essential oil roller, and so it was like, there, you know, my husband tries to <laughs> exactly, my husband trying to put stuff on me to calm me down, and you know, like squeezing and. Turn the lights down and put my crystals because you know I'm woo like that. And he was putting my cards up and everything. And it was just like, it was a shit show. Um, but thank God I got my, you know, I got my V back. She was born right when the riots broke out. It was like, boom, hey, I'll never forget that. It was like literally, they they moved me over to postpartum. They came running in and they were like, We're gonna shut the the vents and we're gonna um just click and we were like, What? And they're like, Do you smell smoke? And we're like, no <laughs> except like, we were at Cedars and they're like oh well there's a building burning down right by us and, and so we're, we're just gonna we're the hospital's gonna go into lockdown but it's okay everything's safe like, oh God. <laughs> so needless to say I have to so laugh your, together. your
0: baby book is gonna have some stories like you need to be writing this down like if you haven't yet you need to get one of those baby books where they have like the the, the sections that you fill in because I remember, now I was not a good baby book person, but you should be a better person than I am. So get write that out though, because seriously, like there aren't many people, literally only the people that were born during this time are going to have like birthday stories like this. Think about that, right? Like born during a pandemic, the day the riots happened, like Not saying that they're happy things, but it's still historically accurate and facts that probably would be interesting to them when they're older. Like, you've got to write that down.
3: Yeah, you're a good reminder because I was terrible with Amelia. Like, I wrote things down, but I I wrote, like, especially, I think, because my postpartum depression, I, like, just did the minimal and I couldn't even get in the headspace to, like, sit there and, like, do a baby book. Whenever my friends would say, like, look at my book, you know, I did this in the picture. I was like, I barely wrote a sentence. I'm going to try harder with Arlene.
0: Well, I think it's just, look, it it gets, I I had half a baby book with my first, then I had like a, 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 a a shoebox of pictures with my second, the third, I maybe printed some off on some paper. So it just gets progressively worse with what you're doing with your kids in terms of baby books. But I don't know, like you really had a crazy story here. Like that's like. I don't know. I can't hold a candle to any of those stories. Like I didn't birth during any of those types of, it was a cold day. That's what I remember about Sophia. It's the coldest day of the year. That was the whole story. Yeah. The I end.
1: mean, uh, um, so here's, what's weird. This has nothing to do with what we're talking about. I'm switching gears without anyone's permission. Great. Allie, I, I was just on your podcast, right? And we talked and had a great time. And I was like, Wow. We have so much in common. And I'll be honest, I didn't do like my due diligence and research or anything. I just showed up and I was like, wow, you know, we vibed. It was really cool. After the podcast, I went to stalk you (laughs) and I realized that had I known you first, I would have gone into this thinking we would have absolutely nothing in common. And so it's so weird to have had that experience with you because you, you're like a celebrity stylist, fashion. I've been wearing this shirt for three days. I'm like, I'm not kidding. I have some shirts from middle school. (laughs) I'm the worst. And it's so interesting that I got to know you ahead of time. And I'm like, wow, you know, under the surface of what we all do for jobs and all of that, we're all just like moms who have no idea what we're doing. And it was just cool. (laughs)
3: thank you for sharing that yeah I think you know it's like I even try with my social like real like real hard to share you know as real and raw as possible but like let's be real I still like have I filter and make things somewhat aesthetically pleasing on my grid and blah 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 like I try to tell people I'm like look this is as raw as I can make it as far as like a photo of me, it still looks prettier than what's actually happening in my home and definitely coming from people that used to follow me, you know, in the beginning when it was just celebrities and me and styling and me super glam, like head to toe and Botox and the whole thing. I mean, it's a whole other version of me. I mean, motherhood has definitely, like, stripped me down to the core at, at all, you know, lenses. But honestly, I think in the best way possible because it's brought a whole new vulnerability to me. you know, I've gotten to connect with so many people because of it and like what you just said, I mean, i I was told by several people, like, I used to find you intimidating. I'm like, me?
1: Intimidating? You know? So thanks for sharing that. Yeah, you can see. It's so funny. Because when I say stalk you, I meant, like, Google. So I saw you on the red carpet and, like, all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God. This so That would have been really intimidating <laughs> if I would have known. But on your Instagram, you can see the shift if you scroll down oh, yeah. far enough, which makes me sound like a super creep. And not that there's anything wrong with what you – we're doing before but it's so cute because once you became a mom you can see that that became your thing it's just such a huge part of your life it took over and it was really sweet to see the transition in life yeah yeah yeah
3: my girls are you know I mean, you guys know that, it, you know, it, as much of it's a shit show, it's, it's amazing. And I have to say as much as the birth and everything was crazy, I'm so grateful for having Arlie during this time because my husband's been home the whole time. So I've had help adjusting to mom of two. I think that's really played into me, knock on wood, not having any postpartum depression. Nice. Um, it's really just feeling like that massive support and being able to transition and adjust. And even though he's working full time and I'm working as much as possible, it's like he's here. And I know I have him if, like, I really need a five minute moment or a two minute moment, you know, like I didn't have that with Amelia. And I had no idea. I think I put so much pressure on myself, like most of us moms. And I had so much pressure on myself to like show up on social with Amelia to do this, to do that, to run to this event, to go to red carpets, even though I was dying inside, forcing myself onto these carpets, taking her with me, breastfeeding, jumping on the carpet, off the carpet, you know, all these things when I think back to it and now I look at where I am now, it's like, yeah, okay, maybe not much is happening, but I'm getting to like actually focus on being a mom and just transitioning to two. And it's been such a world of difference for me, like mentally, physically, emotionally, just everything. So I'm, I'm grateful in that sense that she did choose this time.
1: I So let's talk about what you're doing now because when I was looking you up I saw that you actually you were on tv right you had a tv show on bravo yeah (laughs) I see See, I thought it looked awesome
3: it was other than the fact that we were like naked to start yeah that's what looked awesome about it
1: to me (laughs) I thought it was so it was so entertaining so um are you still doing anything like that or has it shifted? It's, it's
3: shifted. I mean, so to be honest, we, we did that show. So, like, you guys know how everything goes in production. Things can get greenlit, things can, you know, shut down in a day. So, I was actually like up for a bunch of different like fashion shows and things that I was actually doing in my world. And, you know, just because I had a lot of ties to the Bravo and E and all that family, because I was styling so many people, you know, I'm to rules and housewives, blah, blah, blah. And so I knew all those different people. And so, when I was waiting on these like fashion shows to come, they turned to me and were like, hey, we're doing this new documentary and it's all about having all your shit taken away for 21 days and I was like okay and they were like we think you'd be great because you're a celebrity stylist and you'd probably lose your shit and (laughs) I was like oh yeah no I'm good thanks and they were like no no no, this would be great it'd be a great opportunity and of course my publicist yeah, it's probably just do it and I'm like oh no I'm good thanks like uh, you know and then I tell my husband and Justin and he's like oh you know I think that would be good for you and I was like what and he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, I think it'd be really good for you because you could use like a little bit of a, a calm down a reset. He's real honest. <laughs> and he was like, he's like, you know, you've gotten real into celebrity world and styling and like, I love you. And I know fashion is everything to you, but like, maybe it'd be good for you. And I was just like, uh, I don't know about that. And so then did some more thinking, you know, talk to him more. And then when they met him, it was like a game changer. They were like, oh my God, he's like anti-Bravo. He's hilarious. Like, we're going to have him do it with you. And so there we go. Sign contracts. By the way, I didn't tell us we're going to be naked. There was like a, you'll be vulnerable and raw, but like we'll have potential like um whatever clothing that looks like it's like you're naked, whatever. And then it was literally like, you know what? We're going to go balls to the wall and decide we're just going to strip you down, hence the name strip for the show. And, you know, we're just going to see what that does to everyone's complex and everything. And it was like, oh, I remember calling my parents and being like, so I'm doing this show I told you about. And um, yeah, so we're going to be naked on it. And my dad was like, oh, what? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, um, I was like, you know, it's, it's okay. It's just like, it's going to be blurred. And he was like, wait, but you're going to, but you're, but you're naked. And I was like, well, yeah, in real life, you're naked, but you're but, but you're blurry. That was a fun conversation. Um, my, parents thought, my parents thought it was a joke for like a year because of course, you know, it didn't air on, on time and the whole nine yards. And so it was like, they kept waiting and they're like, is this really happening? Or like, you just kidding with us, April Fool's? And I was like, no, it, it really happening." <laughs> and so when I aired the commercials, my dad was like, oh my God, because I was running on the commercial like through a neighborhood with like um, a grass uh, skirt around me and like a cardboard box trying to cover myself because- They told us, you know, we could use whatever was out in the world when we were naked for the first 24 hours. So
1: that was the start of the show. (laughs) Meredith, you would like that show. She likes (laughs) naked people shows. Uh,
0: Well, yeah, no, I I love Naked and Afraid. So I think that this is definitely going to, you know, I'm going to have to check this out. Um, I'm a lover of all TV, if we're being honest. I love love everything about TV. So...
3: You'll, you'll probably laugh. It's, it's it's pretty comical. I mean, I think especially when, uh, you know, um, they take everything away and we're having to sleep on our nice hardwood floor that's ice cold and all they give you. So they take everything away from you they literally move everything out of your home. That is not a joke. They actually come, have a moving truck, a pod, the whole thing. They move everything out within the whole day while you're sitting there, just kind of watching your shit leave and ask you like how you're feeling about it. And then, you know, all of a sudden you get stripped down. Hand over all your stuff, put it in a box, and they give you uh, rations, toilet paper, and water, and that's it. And like rations, like you know MREs, like not not yummy food. Um, and it's like, hey, okay, here you go, twenty one days, and every day you get to pick one thing to get back. And to be honest, and then when before I actually got naked, I was like, oh, I'm just gonna like get my phone back and be naked and just like tweet naked. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like nope never mind I like freaked out without any clothes and day one I got a dress back and Justin wanted to kill me because he got our couch back because he went (laughs) I'm not gonna sleep on the damn floor on this hardwood floor with the cats on top of us and the dog on top of us and it's us naked trying to like make heat but it's gross and yeah so he went for the logical thing and
0: I was like well I, I I need to be dressed sorry I love you but I just I have to
3: so he's just sitting on
1: the couch, pissed off and naked. <laughs> so like how biz.
0: how many days did he wait to get some undies back? Or he was like, I think day three or day four. I don't think
3: he ever got und. I don't think he got undies until like a week or, or or two later. He got he got pants.
0: I didn't get a bra back the entire time. I just said, well, not, day, yeah, but- I don't think that's necessary. That's cool, yeah, you know? undies um, aren't necessary either. I guess if you've got something covering you, you know, like who cares yeah. about the undies? But. Um, I find it interesting that he chose the couch first, although I kind of agree, like I would not want to sleep on the floor. What would you choose Meredith? As my first thing
1: back. Yeah. What would your first thing back be? If you could choose something. Yeah. Good question.
0: I, I, pr- I mean, if we're being, if we're being completely like honest, I'd probably ask for my phone back. Cause I'm addicted to
3: but that's what I thought that's too. I thought. And I, cause I, I also was crazy addicted. Part of like, you know, being on the show was like, what are you going to learn things taken away from you? And my husband was like, hmm, maybe you'll learn to be about your phone. And so I was like, no, I'm getting my phone the first day. And I straight up, like as soon as I was naked that, that day I was hiding in a corner. I actually kept like stealing their like equipment and like putting it over me like the tarps and they're like you can't do that like you don't have that yeah but it's here and they're like yeah but technically this is a show and like that wouldn't be here and they were like mad at me because I was fighting with
1: it and I feel like you want to get the experience too right so like getting your phone back the first day would in my I'd feel like it was a cop-out I'd be like I gotta I gotta at least try To see what happens.
0: I'd want to try. I just don't know if I'd be able to do it because it's just become an extension of my arm. You should get some help for that. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, maybe, maybe I would, maybe I would ask for some clothing or a coffee. Can you have coffee? Yeah, you could
3: ask for coffee. I mean, you can ask for any, there's like literally anything back. It was actually funny when Justin asked for the couch. They were so annoyed. They actually like- they actually during filming were like let's call and make sure you can ask for this and we were like you said anything and they were like yeah but that like literally changes the game like it was like day one they were kind of pissed at like that was gonna be and then because we had like a we have a, a couch like the, the, the sectional that like you know is separated they decided to do him in and so they were like well you can get it back but you can get it back in pieces so oh. he had it back
1: in pieces.
3: So, yeah. oh. oh
1: my gosh there it is. <laughs> you Meredith would ask for coffee. She would just be like naked doing jumping jacks and cartwheels around the house. all caffeined up.
0: <laughs> I would, I would, cause you still have to exercise, but you don't want to do that naked. But if you have, I mean, yeah. I'd have to do it. I'd yeah. have to do a hit class. I'd have to get my phone back to do my hit class. That's where my app is. I need my app yeah. to do my exercise. Yeah. My husband I, was using the uh, jugs
3: of water for well, weights. He was walking around with the water thing, you know, like, Hey, I'll work out with these.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would have to, cause I have to work out every day and I have to, I mean, I don't want, I wouldn't want to be naked. I mean, it's not like I'm super comfortable being naked. Cause I'm not, you are, I, I was not,
3: I, I, I am at home. Like that's why I was kind of surprised when, when I had my stuff taken away because at home I could walk around and, whatever actually my grandma who you you know mentioned who's on the other side now she used to <laughs> yell at me all the time at her house when I'd be hanging out with her on the weekend and she'd be like you're giving the neighbors a show could you just get dressed like <laughs> I was like and I'm like I'm just walking around who's gonna see me she's like everyone through the window through the blinds like get dressed so I always like I always felt comfortable naked and then go figure I'm on this show stripped and I was like I but I, you're in I'm- a room full of
0: people with cameras and you're naked like I would I would not be okay with that I would be extremely oh uncomfortable with that I'd just be like holding my ninnies and like crossing my legs <laughs> so there was no crotch shots I'd Be That's like what
3: I was doing and I had long mermaid hair extensions at the time so I was just like pulling over my as much as possible I needed to go longer
0: to the bottom yeah <laughs> I just I don't I think that that would That would not, I don't think I'd be able to do that in general. Like I just don't think I'd be able to because I'd just be so freaked out.
3: Well, to be honest, the show was like crazy vulnerable as much as it was funny. And and the whole time, obviously being Bravo, they kept trying to stir the pot and figure out how they could get us to fight and everything. And so it ended up being that we actually started having real adult conversations about the fact that like, I was so into styling. I was so into my celebrity world, that I had put my marriage and personal life kind of like on hold. And my husband was like, look, I followed you out here and like, supported you to the roof over your head and all these things together and like, proposed to you got married because I want this but like we're not moving forward in our lives and we've been out here now for quite a few years and like I'm not saying has to happen today but like when's it going to happen because you don't even have the conversation you just keep saying later 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 you mean and the so conversation about we... kids conversation about kids yeah and and getting pregnant and so that was what bravo drilled home like every day was like how come you don't want to what's what's your deal blah 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 you know and it was like oh my gosh you're gonna make me talk about this you know and so it was it was intense and honestly it was really vulnerable for me and i was quite upset at the time but afterwards i got pregnant like right after filming and i believe that it's because we had so many conversations about me becoming a mom i think i think in a crazy way it stripped me down to What you see now in motherhood, and it broke me like in the best and craziest
1: way possible. (laughs) Wow, that's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, and so so now, tell us about what you're doing with the podcast and everything like that.
0: Yeah. Well, wait, 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 wait. Tiffany didn't say what she would get asked for back first. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, I thought it went without saying. It would have to be clothes. I'm
1: unbearably insecure. I would die. I'd. They'd be like, we'll give you $50,000 to walk around naked in front of a crew. And I'd be like, keep your money and kill me.
3: Yeah. And there was no prize, by the way. I love everybody. They're like, oh, you, you you got paid really well for the rights,
1: right? No, but thanks. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got some beautiful babies. I got away, my beautiful maybe baby in a roundabout baby. way.
3: Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Now I have my two girls. And, um, you know, uh, as I mentioned, you know, earlier when we were talking, you know, after Ring Amelia, um, I was still styling. I was still doing everything in that world. And I did have postpartum depression kind of put me on my ass. Um, and so I took a step back and obviously stayed home. and wasn't really styling as much. and was really focused on myself and just my mental being and getting, uh, you know, well. And so once I came to the light at the end of the tunnel, closer to around a year with Amelia, I started sharing that real and raw experience for myself. Um, and I'll never forget when I posted on my social, like a raw image of my body and everything I was like really struggling with. I had so many people comment and were like, Whoa, like, you know, this is not what I signed up for. This is not what, you know, I was following what, what happened to the glam images? What happened to the red carpet, the celebrities? It was like, it was, it was, I don't think it, at first it was very like appreciated. I think most people that were following me is. You know, you said with the transition in my account, you know, they looked at so glam, it was like, whoa, what is this? You know, it wasn't even like cute pictures of my baby at first. It was like, look at me, you know, real raw. Um, and so I shared, like, hey, I went through postpartum depression, it was really heavy for me. I'm still working through. And, you know, um, I'm I'm not able to show up as my glam self. I can't get myself glam every day to get on here and talk and talk fashion and do this and that. It's just not where I'm at right now, you know. And so at first, my following to be honest, like. Dropped dramatically. Um, my agency actually said to me, "You look like your account is bleeding. Whatever you're doing, stop." <laughs> yeah. And it was like, whoa. And I remember like sitting with myself and being like, "What did I just do? Like, 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 maybe I need to just post a picture from one of my red carpets, you know, and and just like move on." And it was like I couldn't. Something inside of me was just like, "No, I couldn't." And so I kept posting and kept sharing, and then. Over some time, I started all of a sudden losing some of those people, but then all these moms and moms to be, and even seasoned moms, you know, rallied around me and were like, Hey, I've been there or thanks for sharing this or thanks for sharing your truth. And all of a sudden my space that was all about fashion and my jobs that were booking for styling started booking me for brands and asking me to work with all these different companies on campaigns and share my authentic life and motherhood. And I was like, what? You know, I was never in the quote unquote influencer space. I truly don't like that word, but whatever. Um, And so all of a sudden I was an influencer and I was in this space and I was known in that. And, you know, and I was like, you're a mompreneur and you're an influencer. And I was like, whoa, I didn't even expect to be here. And, you know, and, and, and at first, honestly, it was overwhelming. It was like, oh, share your truth about this, share your truth about that. But then as I started like really leaning into like what people were asking me and connecting with these moms and these, you know, women who were struggling like I was all of a sudden it no longer felt like I was doing it for work. I was sharing from my heart because it was how I felt and how I was struggling and how I made things a little bit better in my life and how I was moving forward. And so then that's really when my following, to be honest, took off. And then I was really showing my real raw mom life and with Amelia and, you know, (laughs) in a mess in poop in this in that, and just being me. And all of a sudden it was like liberating. And I got to like, not show up in makeup and not be this clam alley. And so then fast forward to, you know, now where I am now with Arlie, you know, my second girl, you know, I've been sharing that real motherhood. And the hair
0: she has. Oh, (laughs) never lost it. We can't believe it. Like little, little bits. Do you know what it reminds me of though? And I don't know how old you are. So this is going to age me quite a bit, but um, I remember the first pictures I saw of Tom Cruise and uh, of Katie katie um, holmes's baby Surrey, Surrey. oh yeah 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 that's what the hair looks like do you remember like do you do you remember the the magazine photo cover of the baby like you i'm gonna have to look it up again you, i vaguely deal. seriously though it's like it was like this quaffed to the side like full head of hair on this like baby and you were like is that a wig did they put a wig on their baby for this <laughs> photo shoot like they could have it's tom cruise like he may have put a wig on this baby but um that's what the that's what it looks like it's like this that's really great full head of hair on an on an infant and it's like you're looking at it but you're confused you're like, <laughs> most babies are bald but um right or know. they lose their hair after yeah. a few
3: months like amelia went full on bald and had like little fuzz by now and we mm-hmm. keep looking at our she had little little tiny little fuzz and patches on the side but she's still got full hair We're like Oh my gosh, you're not. And it's dark. You. Are you?
0: <laughs> it's very dark hair too. Like this. Like his kid. This his sir. Anyway, I just was.
3: No, it's funny. I will have to look it back up. I know I'll what you're talking about. But I have to like see it visually to like you know but yeah, no. Um, yeah. So now I have her and because of the space that I'm in, it's been amazing to get to share, you know, this second time as motherhood and how it's changed. And now already having that support around me and getting to connect with all these other new moms. who also now are, you know, new moms of, you know, two or three, and it's just been so cool. I mean, look, I'm on your guys' amazing podcast. I've gotten to be on all these different cool shows talking about, you know, my journey and everything that I've been going through. And then, you know, my podcast was born. Um, and you guys, both been on you know and so it's um it's been quite the journey and I never would have expected to be here I mean even on my tv shows I do now it's mostly mom hacks and mom products whereas it used to be just fashion and trends and so it's um it's been a cool you know a uh, weird journey that I'm
1: still navigating <laughs> what tv shows are you doing right now
3: uh so I'm doing everything from home of course um but it's like remote shows so I just did like Uh, For San Diego, I just filmed um, like their like good morning extra, like giving like fun baking in the kitchen kind of thing with your littles. And um, I just did Vegas last week, um, Las Vegas Now, their lifestyle channel. I did like a whole last minute holiday hacks and gift guide kind of thing. So I'm trying to keep it interesting at home, doing, you know, different remote ways to stay cozy, have fun um, at home, keep sane for yourself, kids and everything. Uh, So I've been working on that pivot, to be honest. I have a lot more coming in uh, January. We've been working on different ideas.
1: That's so awesome. We talked on uh, your podcast about how um, sometimes being your true self is terrifying because you you lose people when you speak your truth. But the beautiful thing is those people were never meant to be a part of your circle to begin with. If they don't align with the vibe that you're at now. And sure. I have I have found that the right people stick around, or the right people will find you. And it was such a hard lesson to learn because it's like this is my identity, this is who I am, and now I'm betraying all these people by switching it up. But we go through different seasons. And right. Meredith, you often talk about that thing that uh, what's her name, Bre- Brene Brown said about mm-hmm. looking at glittery stuff or whatever.
0: Right. So there's a they, there's a, a a reason and a season for everyone and for everything that comes into your life and crosses your path, right? So there are times when you, you know, you have, uh, the red carpet portion of your quote unquote Instagram feed or, or your life. And then there's these, the, what I call the trenches of parenting with the kids when they're little, and then you come into this, you know, new phase now, um, where, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm in the middle of we we talk about it a ton on here, but going through puberty with your kids again, you know, it's just, it's another, it's a new season. It's a new, it's a new, it's an, it's, it's, it's torture. Um, but it's also, you're learning new things, whether it's just through parenting or friends that you have or people that come to your page or whatever there, you know, there are plenty of times that I post something and somebody says, or like, you know, Tiffany says, I didn't, or you said, I didn't come here for this. And it's like, well then leave. Cause yes. this is what, this is, this is what's here. This is what's on offer today. It's like when the kids are like, well, I don't want that for dinner. It's like, well, but this is what we're having. So then starve, you know, like <laughs> I'm not making another meal for you. This is what's on offer. This isn't a, this isn't the golden corral buffet. Okay. Which they desperately miss the golden corral buffet. Um, but you know, Tiffany's right. You know, and you have to focus and you can't be distracted by the glitz and the glitter. Because what's important to you, and like you said, talking about getting stripped down actually broke you in a beautiful way because it gave you the ability to see through and to and to cut through the glitz and the glitter. Uh, And I think that happens to all of us in our lives in different ways. You know, that experience is something that you can attribute a a a new path in your life too, which is becoming a mom. Obviously Tiffany talks about, you know, her being broken by her addiction and what it's done and she's been beautifully reborn, you know, had this ability to rebirth. And then she's used it, which is the thing that always I always say to her is she used it to give others that ability to be rebirthed and reborn, which which just shows you what a good person she is, right? Because she could have had that experience and not shared it or not changed other people's lives, but she did. And, you know, I obviously with my health scare decided, f*** it, I'm going to do what I want to do. And that changed me and gave me the ability to say, you know, I, I can do the things that I, that I want to do as well as still be the mom and the wife and the other million things that I have to be, but I get to be me as well. And that means X, Y, and Z. And I, I think that's important because I think a lot of women don't recognize that they do have that choice. You can yeah. change. You can deviate from the path. What somebody I'm not going to be able to give credit because I can't remember who said it, but somebody just said um, the road to success and failure is very similar. The bricks right. are p- the the road. The road is paved with bricks of both success and failure, but it's that last brick that will determine whether it is a success or a failure, right? Because the road to 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 both is paved with the same <laughs> bricks. Tiffany, why deep. are you laughing?
1: <laughs> it's serious. It's super deep. I'm there. Wait, I'm, I'm listening. I'm like, okay. okay. She's like, she's like. <laughs> Meredith's like,
0: because the bricks, when you put them down. Just, you know what? Further. You got my point. You got my point. I, I, I got your point.
3: I know. I mean, I, I think that's cool. I've never heard that before. I like the way you said it, the glitz and glams. It's so true. I mean, look, I, I tell everybody when people say to me, like, you know, don't you feel like you you were so ego? And I'm like, well, yeah, I totally was so ego. I mean, can you blame me? I was working with A-list celebrities. I worked my ass off to get there. It's not like it was handed to me. I worked super hard, you know, after being out of, you know, fashion and corporate, you know, moved out to Los Angeles, started working, you know, in, you know, fashion, you know, out here, assisting and interning for people like Kanye West's team and Kardashians and all their people, you know, building my way up the ladder, doing whatever it took, you know, till four in the morning, Taping shoes, doing shipping, whatever it was, to getting to actually style some of these big names. You know, once I was there and they're getting best dressed on covers and red carpets, and I'm getting asked as the it girl of styling to give these trends. I mean, I, you know, I didn't mean to have an ego, but it just happened, you know, and it's like, you know, in that season of my life, that's where I was. And I didn't want to give it up. I mean, to be honest, I wanted to stay in that. I wanted to keep going and keep climbing that, you know, ladder and keep styling and everything. And so when my husband would say to me, hey, When I'm in a baby, I just say, hold on, hold on. And two, like, let's be real, the people that I was kind of looking up to, which are the Hollywood celebs around me, like, they had babies at, you know, 40, 45, you know, like, I mean, they chose to also wait. And so for me, it was like, well, I'll just wait too. Like, what's the big deal? I want to keep going in my career, you know? And so I think I kind of had to have like a ego death, if you will, um, with everything with like, you know, with you said, with stripped down, being broken open, and all those things that like led me to them being like, oh, okay, you know what? I can have a baby and the world like won't end for me. And, you know, I mean, did, you know, did I think it was going to change to this? No, absolutely not. I thought I would go back to set and style. Like I did right away with Amelia and stick to that and just figure it out and have my assistants help when I needed help. But you know what, like you said, different seasons, the world had other plans. And obviously now this is where I'm meant to be, you know, but it was uh it was definitely uh intense and that, that resonates hard you know with the glitz and and everything in glitter because you know I was flying on planes to different places and I was dressing people all over
1: the world and you know I mean that was the good, you know for me for a while I could never be a stylist like I think it's so interesting that you did that for a living like you must have been born with something in you to do that because like I would literally be like, do you like these pants? You don't, you hate them. I hate them too. I don't even know why I'm showing you. I'm sorry, let's burn them. I suck. Like, you have to be so confident to be like, this is you girl, put it on. You know what I mean? It's, were you always confident when it came to fashion or how does that work?
3: I mean, I think I was born with it, to be honest. I always loved fashion. I talk about my grandma, but like straight up, she she was my everything. And I still feel her from the other side. And like, I would be in her closet, you know, putting on her like, you know, you know, fur coats and stoles and the whole thing and pearls and everything. And she'd be like, you know, I'd be like three. And she'd be like, careful, you know, everything is like falling over and I want to try everything on and put her heels on, walk down the stairs. And and my mom said, like, I would ask to style myself at a young age. Like I would go in my closet and be like, I want to wear these painted overalls with this shirt, with these shoes. And she'd be like, that doesn't match it. This is what I want to wear. And so she said, I always picked out like the craziest outfits, put everything together. So I guess it was just, In me, you know, Um, and then it just continued. And of course, I was encouraged and inspired by my family. Um, And I would dress my friends, you know, they were like my first clients at the beginning, you know, and then my husband, when I met him, I was like, Whoa, you're a hot mess. We're gonna fix this. And
0: (laughs) started dressing him. You should style (laughs) Tiffany.
1: Let's not get crazy.
0: <laughs> you should style that. There's a video. I we I don't know if we can do. Can you do that virtually? Can you virtually oh, style I'm, I'm, somebody? I'm just styling virtually,
3: right? That's now, a great actually.
0: idea. I feel like we, and then we can come back at a later date with with the reveal. You know, no, it could be, be, be fun. It'll be so I, I would throw I up. You. I won't torture you. Yeah.
1: I can't. I can only wear jeans or leggings and
0: my t-shirts. That's it. I, can't I put feel like you can on. do it though, Allie, you can do it with her. Yeah. I'm feeling I, good about this.
1: I feel I have, like I some challenge. my body, I'm just, I'm like an upside down triangle. You know what I mean? Like super broad I've shoulders. Okay. Every single I've worked with thousand every single let me tell you and
3: like sorry to the celebs that will maybe see this but you know what <laughs> their bodies are also not what you think they are either like we like we have taped and duct taped and wrapped and done everything we need to do to get them into dresses I have sewn things on them when they are on the red carpet things are not fitting I mean look there's a reason it's Hollywood okay <laughs> wow, that's what juicy. I'm saying
0: listen to this and you have somebody who has styled a-list celebrities right here And she wants to virtually style. Yes, I I think it's
1: not that she wants to. You're literally forcing her.
0: No, uh, you guys totally, you both like crystals. Okay. My coffee cup says fueled by
1: crystals
3: and coffee. Oh, there you go.
0: You both are definitely, I can see the similarities here. Okay. I can see what's happening and there's a, there's a vibe. There's an aura.
1: Oh, shut up.
2: (laughs) She
0: (laughs) just learned what that is.
2: So, <laughs> so I've, I've been very quiet, but I'm going to jump in here. I think Tiffany get, get styled by Allie and then get styled by Meredith.
1: What do you, where am I going to go to public? Oh, virtually. Store? Like, because strutting?
2: I had the unfortunate experience of going clothes shopping with Meredith. And she's like, I want that one. And the lady's like, that's blue suede. And I want it with those. She's like, that's checkered red suede. And she's like, put it all together. That's what we're wearing and the lady's like you can't do that she goes yeah it's fine it looks great and then we went into the old lady store and the I lady's the like lady and the lady's stores. like why are you in here she's like i need some clothes she goes are you sure
0: i love old lady stores <laughs> i actually just prefer <laughs> pants with um drawstrings and then i buy my sweaters in target at the in the boys section okay. I so I'm perfect the way I am, but I'm just saying.
3: <laughs> okay, <yeah. laughs> what are the old lady stores? I'm curious. Where did I go?
1: Oh, this is about to get real offensive. Dress barn. <laughs> Dress okay. barn? Somebody listening is like, I was there this morning.
3: <laughs> I mean, I'm just curious. And Taylor's not an old lady store.
1: How
0: dare you, Dave? <laughs> Yeah, no, Taylor's not. And Taylor anyway, is fine. Anyway, my point is, I actually don't shop, and neither all is All I know, Disney, all I
2: know, is the lady asked if we were in the right place. I, she's like, "Are you sure you're supposed to be?" In
0: my room? point is. Um, my point is, uh, we, to your, to your credit, Allie, we all, we're all born with different things, different skills and trades and gifts, and you, you were able to cultivate and find yours, which is amazing. Tiffany has done the same. I, you know, try to do the same. So yeah, I think it's, I think, I think it's great. It's what I think everybody should do. I think, unfortunately, women more than men get lost, uh, as a result of motherhood and don't know yours was a little bit different. I feel like you kind of knew all of these things that you were doing and then motherhood threw you for this little bit of a loop and then it brought you to a new place that you didn't expect to be. And I think that's great. It's like the reverse kind of, you know, and that's fantastic.
3: Yeah, no, it's good. I mean, I, I think you're 100% right. And It's true. I mean, like, I definitely did not imagine I'd be where I am now. I'm very grateful and I I really love it. And I can't imagine. I mean, I, I'm now enjoying getting the style every day women, like, especially now, obviously, with COVID and the pandemic, I'm doing everything virtual. So now I'm really focused on, like, you know, women and moms and people maybe that don't have as much confidence. You know, I always say, uh, you know, transform people from the inside out, confidence to best accessories. So whether it be oh, at home, on that. a Zoom, Oh, thank you. You know, home on a Zoom or out in the world. I want you to feel confident because I know what it likes to have my confidence stripped from me, like you were saying, and be shooken up and be really taken from the core and and your roots and be like, whoa, I don't feel like me. I don't feel pretty at all. I don't feel this. I don't feel that. So I don't want other women to suffer like I did. And so if I can help now on the other side of things with the clothing side, then I want to be a part of that and help them transform, you know, from the inside out. And so I'm enjoying now that I'm getting to do that virtually and be home with my girls. And you know, let's be real, they're my favorite clients to style now. I dress the girls in all kinds of cute stuff. I'll be in sweats, but I got them in, in cute outfits.
0: <laughs> yeah, your Thank kids you. are adorable. Uh, they're adorable. I love their names. Um, they're very <laughs> I, I do. I think I like when people do like your if you have a third kid, is it gonna be another A? I told my husband that and he was like, No, it's he's
3: like, I have a hard time. I go Amelia Arley constantly and I call him the wrong names. And I'm like, Oh well, I want all A's and he's like I think it's dumb. He's, his mom is, he, he's Dustin. his sister's yes. So I love that they're both Jake. and he's like, no, he's like, I, I don't like it. I'm like, well, tough. <laughs> That's
0: I, I find that some families do that. You know, they like, yeah. they always like they'll just pick a letter and they stick with it, you know? And yeah. I, I think, it's, I think and it's cute. The
1: girls. yeah, you know? I think it's cute. I think it's cute. How, how often a day do people ask you if you're related to Adam? Oh
3: my god. Adam and Avril, and then like whatever newspaper person has the same last name. It's like everybody and I'm like, nope, distant cousin, maybe, but like I've met them. I styled Adam once years ago. Oh, <laughs> I mean
0: Oh, did you? Yes. Did you see but him did it. you and see that's him that's without so his so clothes so on? What? I just was curious. Did you see him naked? You styled <laughs> him. Did you see him naked? <laughs> I don't think
3: well, she's it was You're probably <laughs> not allowed <laughs> to
0: say that. Okay. <laughs>
3: Territory of most people when you're dressing them, unless they ask you to turn around, which once in a blue moon that does happen. And I feel like that's actually more awkward than actually dressing them because it's like, oh, you're very aware that you're uncomfortable, like naked, so you want me to turn around. Whereas like I want you to be comfortable and like not necessarily like, stand there hanging out with your tachez out, but like, you know, just
1: let's move on. It's cool. But you know, everybody has their have name. you ever styled anybody that you went on to become like actual friends with in real life, like good friends? Yeah, I've
3: had a few uh, clients like uh, Gretchen Rossi from Housewives is awesome. And now that she's a mom, she's been so incredible with like, mm-hmm. sharing her real, real journey. She came on my podcast to support me um, and share her truth of her motherhood. And she also had postpartum depression uh, pretty heavily. And so we shared a lot of the same, you know, similarities and stories. And you know, she's the ultimate glam. I mean, she's get glam with Gretchen, you know, mm-hmm. so for her, she really also had to like figure things out. I mean, And, um, she was really inspirational for me because, and I, she says I was inspirational for her, which is sweet because when I was pregnant with Amelia, she was still trying to get pregnant and was in her IVF journey. And so I was getting to, you know, dress her and be around her in the pregnancy. And when she did get pregnant, I got to be there at, you know, her baby shower. So I've had... Some cool, you know, experiences with you know some celebs. Uh, Lisa Vanderpump's been a a mentor to me for uh, you know quite some time. When I styled her, she was amazing. She actually told me to have babies when I told her that you know I was really focused on my career and you know she in her amazing you know what are you doing, darling? You know, and I was like, well, you know, I just want to get to the top in styling. And she was like, well, what's the you know what's the top? Like you know, you've done this, you've done that, you know. And it was like honestly, I couldn't even answer that. It was like, but I wanted more. I wanted more. And she was like, have the babies, have the family, like ha- you know, so she was really inspirational on in that. Like she really told me to, to go for it. And when she saw me and when I was pregnant on the carpet, she was like, I'm so happy for you. Like, you'll never regret this, you know, like, and so I have had quite a few people, you know, in the circle that I've styled and have been like really amazing. Holly, Holly Robinson, Pete. Also, I dressed her whole family. Oh, yeah. Um, everything She's and they know, they're great. awesome I yeah. dressed their whole their whole family They was so much fun um you know she actually was one of the people who really put a big mark on my career um when she was turning 50 and nobody really knew I dressed her in like this gorgeous like off-the-shoulder peach ensemble and she'd always worn just kind of fitted dresses to like every event and I was like no we got to go big you know and the whole thing and People she landed everywhere, and everybody was like, Oh my God, this stunning at 50. And it was like covered, you know, it was amazing, like the transformation to people, even though she's still her stunning self, just because she had tried something different, she stood out so much and she booked roles after it for things that she would have never booked. And it was really cool to kind of see that transformation. Um, so I have had some, you know, some cool people that have stuck around in my life and supported me and reached out and been at my baby shower for Amelia when I was, you know, pregnant for the first time and everything.
0: That's so cool. Yeah. Well, where can everybody find you? Tell everybody where to listen and where to find you on socials. Cool. Well, this is awesome. Thanks for having
3: me guys. Um, So you can find me at Allie Levine Design on all socials, just A-L-I-L-E-V-I-N-E Design. Um, And my website is AllieLevine.com. I'm actually going on through a rebrand right now as we're talking about this whole rebirth. It's time for me to finally take down <laughs> all the <laughs> glam and fashion and switch it up and have some glam and some motherhood. So I'm working on it. Uh, so that'll be sometime in 2021. And my podcast, Everything with Allie Levine, which both of them have been on. Meredith uh, has aired and Tiffany is actually airing this week. So definitely check it out. Anywhere you obviously find this amazing podcast, you can find Everything with Ali Levine.
0: Well, thank you for joining us. We appreciate yeah. it. thank okay. you.
1: Okay, cool. So, everybody go check out Allie. She has a great podcast. When I was on uh, the podcast, she kept saying, Ooh, that's a, that's good. Write that down. And so, I just had like a vision of everybody listening to your podcast with like a notepad and getting like life lessons from all of your guests. It was like, it, it felt really cool to hear that. So, definitely check it out. And make sure you join us next week for another episode of Take It
0: or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents hosted by two struggling moms who have no no idea idea what what we're we're doing. doing. See you you guys next time. Bye.